We're rolling again. Car Drinks Podcast, episode 33 or 34? 34. 34. 34. Man, can't keep track, huh? We got the boys back. Car Drinks. Jake, Max. Let's hear it. You want to go first, Max? You want me to go first? Well, I'm excited to be back. Um, it's a good one. We got episode five, full swing. We got uh, Valspar. We got the upcoming Dell match play. I'm excited to be talking about it. I like that. I like that. I agree with that. I'm just saying that because I know you guys are going to make fun of me later when I say I like that pick when we do the picks. But uh, <laughs> no, good evening, gentlemen. Happy to be back. Episode 34. Brad's right. They're starting to blend together now because it's uh it's become a become a weekly thing. Time's flying. Good evening to you, Jake, and good evening to you, Max. Thanks for coming Thank on the podcast. Thanks for regarding just like me, just like we. <laughs> oh, you're you're welcome. No, I was just saying, just like every Monday night, right? Where, right? where else would you rather be? A local VFW hall, getting down on some beers or something. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, you're like an Elks Club or something. Yeah, or Elks like Club. a short where you get free like, drinks seven times. The Knights of Columbus. There you go. You could go to Shores Inn, too. It's not bad. Remember we said we were going to do a live podcast there one time if they ever sponsor us? <laughs> well, if you ever go back there, maybe they will. Yeah. You have to actually get there to ask them, Jake. Oh, here we go. Here we go, Max. <laughs> you know what Max's new nickname is? It's not going to be Data anymore. It's going to be Broken Record. <laughs> well, I can't be Data anymore. After Same joke, different episode. Swing. Same joke, different episode. What happened in episode five of Full Swing? Episode five was kind of cool. We talk about Max being uh, Data, and I don't think I have that title anymore after that episode. I think Matt Fitzpatrick owns the title of Data. That guy tracks every shot, every yardage, every swing speed, ball speed. That's too much for me. I I, I can't keep track of all that. It's too much. Yeah, he had what those all those old scorecards or. Or uh, yeah. course course books was it looked like he was in his childhood room or something? <laughs> that, no, that was his that was his current room. <laughs> I was gonna say it's probably his. <laughs> he had like the race car bed, <laughs> basketball <laughs> wallpaper. You know what I remember the old sports wallpaper every oh, kid. Oh yeah, man. I will be honest with you. I've never seen him smile before, and that guy's got <laughs> that guy's teeth or something else. You get an apple through a chain link fence. What's going on with that? <laughs> Going, well, I didn't help. He has braces, I think, though, so that's probably part of it. Well, yeah, but that's just how it is, I think. He reminds me, uh, he reminds me of the kid from uh, Christmas Story. The one kid's like, oh, yeah, smart ass. Remember the way he smiles his <laughs> teeth? <laughs> that's, what, that's what he reminds me of. This is turning into a full Matt Fitzpatrick roast. <laughs> if they needed, like, a stunt double for Austin Powers, they, they could just call oh, him. My gosh. <laughs> oh, my <yeah. laughs> <laughs> that's too much <laughs> well, he is, the line. <laughs> isn't he no that was almost he's, like is he, he's English right British British yeah obviously no he's, you're, yeah, not he's English. His, English. you're not hear his accent no but it, his accent wasn't terribly strong though I will say that it was like on the edge what I didn't think so terribly strong <laughs> Yeah, he's first of all. Second of all, I think they're faking that accent. I'm gonna call the British <laughs> out now because Elton John sings without it, and then they ought to know where he talks with it. Like to explain that's that to like me. All 
a lot of like international singers do that. Yeah, it's fake. Yeah, Janet Kramer sings country, but she's from Rochester Hill. She went to my high school. There's nothing country yeah, about Rochester. Go. Get her on the podcast. We'll settle it. Yeah, she's, actually, she's not bad either, huh? <laughs> <laughs> not bad, huh? Instead of one bra that's like, I got a heart like a truck. Oh, it's Lainey Wilson. Oh, she, yeah. She got nasty like a dump truck, though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I'm the one that can. So yeah, so yeah, she's uh, she's caked up, dude. Yeah, she can, she's packing. Yeah, she can make a remix of that song, no problem. Oh yeah, man. That's yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Got a couple of Tempur Pedics hanging off the back there. <laughs> she's actually. I watched. She was on uh, Theo Vaughn's podcast. She was. She's actually really cool. Like really down to earth when I watch the podcast. She's actually really funny. So no, I was talk about an accent though. She's got like the like true southern, southern. accent. Like a hundred percent. See, like if you can't I, understand her. If I was gonna date a girl with an accent, I would want that one. Like her voice specifically. Should slide into those DMs. Yeah, how's it going? Hey, just curious if you want a <laughs> semi balding guy who lives in Michigan. Let me know. <laughs> Don't mind, don't mind the hairline on a treatment now. Already seeing results. <laughs> My spare time, I like to sell houses and you know occasionally get on the golf course. And I, I feel like some country, but not a lot. So if, oh, you, if you're interested, just hit me back. All right, she's hot. I like her. <laughs> Plays she's a great a role on Yellowstone too. Yeah, I have no idea. Never watched it. I just like like her other roles. I guess you could call. <laughs> uh, oh man yeah back, well back the full swing got back off full sw- swinging off. back around here uh dangled that in front of me it's... what do you want me to do monday bait. night that was the old sw- <laughs> bait and switch huh <laughs> it's a slow night what do you want <laughs> mondays am i right <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, back to full swing. <laughs> hey, Matt, no, Matt full swing makes me feel good because he's same build as me, crushing the ball. Yeah, I have a couple notes actually because I literally just watched it because I forgot to watch it this past week. <laughs> so the first, I was laughing because you could tell that. The, the editors of the show or someone who edited at least this one scene had no idea anything about golf. There was a shot. Matt Matt Fitzpatrick in the beginning was hitting iron off the fairway. You know, great shot, but when he makes contact, the sound they put in is like a driver or a three. (laughs) I noticed that. I remember that. I remember that because when I watched it, I was like, did somebody else tee off on another hole? Like, is there a close tee box? <laughs> Someone right next to the camera. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, there's no way. Whoever was editing this has no idea anything about golf. And whoever didn't catch that is probably needs to be let go. Hey, ASAP. the data doesn't lie. Maybe he had some kind of... <laughs> No, it was clearly like a six a six iron or something. I know, I know. Or a wedge. 
Well, they're, they're technology <laughs> now. You know how it is. They're talking about dialing everything back. It might have <laughs> clearly a different sound. It's so funny. He winds up and hits an iron. He goes, ting. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit his shot with an aluminum bat. What was that? <laughs> it's a corked club. Oh, the the no, second I'm, one was I'm glad you brought that up. No, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't write that down. But I do remember when I was watching it, I was sitting there and ting, and like looking back at the TV, like what the fuck. And then I remember yeah, thinking, like, did somebody else tee off at the same time? Like it was just ironic, but right. It's one of those things where you see it and like you see the iron come up and his, you know, his his follow through. Like that wasn't. It's definitely not an. Uh, that wasn't even like a close, like a three wood or a hybrid. It's definitely an iron. <laughs> Ting. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Netflix got to figure it out for season two. It's probably his braces clinking together when he's. <laughs> 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 All right, we got to stop roasting him because I. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I also don't get the scene where they had they were like, they were on the man. I just I can't talk. They just cut to. Fitzpatrick just rubbing himself down with sunscreen for like like a half like like thirty seconds at least. Like what's the what is the point? What's the point of that? To remind all those uh UK folks to not get burnt out there on the court. <laughs> I think they know there's gonna be some, like they're trying to attract a bigger demographic that there's gonna be some weird guys out there that just wanna watch that. So they're thinking they'll suck them in. They'll suck them in. No, I know what you mean. That was like over the top. It's the same scene. What's that? Someone made a a meme, and it was like Brooks Kepka was thrown in the (laughs) thrown in the (laughs) the hog, and then it cuts to Fitzpatrick, and it said, "It's two types of golfers." (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because it's true. It's very true. That couldn't have been a better post for that, right? (laughs) I don't. I thought it was a little unnecessary. So, yeah, the three roll was. Strike two for sure. Exactly. Yeah, took the words right out of my mouth. Strike two. Um, as far as anything else, there wasn't a strike three for me. I didn't. I missed the last ten minutes, unfortunately. But um, I'll give. We'll, they'll take one strike back for having Paulina in the episode. It's tremendous. <laughs> oh yeah. And it wasn't over the top either. She wasn't running around in like a thong bikini or anything, which, you know, <laughs> Brooks's wife did that. Paulina didn't. I was surprised. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying, though. Props to her. But yeah, another, another. Uh, so only one strike. Two strikes minus one for Paulina. And then, yeah, the only other thing I had was, Max, you said it the other day, too, about taking less money or taking more money and working less. And that's exactly what DJ said. So, yep. I don't know. Did you edit these uh, full swing episodes or something? Did you put the driver sound in there? I was waiting for someone to finally figure out that my name's in the credits. I wasn't (laughs) the one that was doing the sound, but, uh, you know, the creative landscape, that's, uh, I'm your guy. That would be insane, actually. Kind of be pissed about it, too. Sandbagging us this whole time. (laughs) No, I'm kind of mad because you didn't give me credit because I said that like two weeks ago. I said that's like getting mad at your friend for leaving the same company you work at. Uh, That's not. That's not the same. Yeah, it is. Mm. Didn't come out of my mouth at that time, so it doesn't count. Put a copyright on my statement. What did I miss? Jake's trying to say that he was the first, but I did say that. No one remembers. No one remembers that. We'll just go back. 
pull it back up. No, that's yeah, no. I, were, I liked what DJ said. I, I agree. Uh, I'm. I like. Well, I'm. I, like, go ahead. Like Jake, I think. I think you and I have said it as just your average Joe, but like for him to actually say it and be like, I think us as people on a podcast that talk about golf and those kind of decisions, we can kind of see that bigger picture. I mean, you're our live analyst for this, so you know you kind of have that insight, but like. For people that don't necessarily know it, he, he kind of shuts them all up right there. Like, why would you not do that? You're an idiot if you don't take more money to work less. No, I, I agree. And that's why, I, like, I mean, I know we've been talking about this. We've been talking about this for months now, especially when Liv first started. We talked about the merger. We talked about Liv taking off, getting a TV deal. We talked now PGA is kind of mimicking them a little bit. Obviously, PGA is still a little more prom, well, a lot more prominent than Liv, but Liv has at least made it this far. I just, I think it's silly the animosity between some of these guys and the guys who went to Liv. I know you guys got mad at me last week because I said I didn't like Scotty Scheffler as much and the stuff he was doing to Cam when he was like stepping in his ball path and stuff. Only reason I said I don't like that because I just think it's silly to be that upset with somebody. Granted, you can be like, man, why are you leaving? But it's like being mad at your friend just because he's leaving your company that you're employed at to go to another company to make double the money, but also have more time with his family. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just, that's why the more and more time goes on. I love the PGA and I love, I, I, I mean, live could be better, but I'm also rooting for live. I think this animosity between both is just getting kind of silly. I think Dustin was, completely transparent maybe not completely but he was pretty open about what they were asking and what he was saying so i didn't i didn't mind what he was saying i guess i might be biased because he's always been like for the last five years he's been like my top favorite golfer besides a few other guys but just like you said he was just transparent he's always been that way too though if you ever watched him in other interviews he's very like he's a little oh pull up the Aaron Rodgers comparison again. He's quiet, but he's he's quiet, but he's direct. You know what I mean? Would you agree? Um he just he doesn't really give a shit, but he's transparent and I mean he's already to me he's a great. He's gonna go to the golf hall of fame. It's just, you know, it's still early in his career and he decided to make a jump. I thought it was I actually thought it was a really good episode. I thought the contrast between a player like Matthew Fitzpatrick, who's like you said, Max Data data clean clean cut straight laced doesn't party didn't even party in college ian rapport said in the thing um so you have that side of it and then i don't know where you shift to dustin johnson who's a lot more relaxed obviously he's had his his past uh escapades that got him in trouble a little bit but it was just a good contrast between two different styles of golf or matt fitzpatrick i don't think swore once and then dustin johnson said fuck like four or five times on the episode so i was like I thought it was, I mean, it, it sounds silly, but it was a good contrast between golfers. Um, yeah. To give you did, a good good look into it. Well, you look did at you, Matt Fitzpatrick, sorry, sorry. you have a guy who's trying to make it in the PGA, and so he's putting in the work. He's analyzing what he's doing, what he needs to do to get better, the different shots, like the science behind what actually goes behind the majority of golfers on tour to to get better. So you see the story of like what it takes to become a PGA champion. And then you look at the guy who has 
completed everything. He has nothing else to prove for anybody else but himself. He's completed. He's he's accomplished everything that he needs to on the PGA. And so his decision is, you know what? Well, now I'm going to do what makes the most sense for me and my family. And I'm going to get paid more money to not have to do that as much. So, yeah, I'm going to take it. So I think it was just a nice, almost like timeline of like what can happen to you, right? You you grind it out. You pay your dues. Start winning. After you've won everything, what else is there to do besides keep winning? And you're not going to be continue to win for other people anymore. You're going to do it for yourself. And in DJ's life, he said, I've, I've done everything I need to. So I'm going to do what I want to do now. And it's going to make more money and spend time with my family, which we know DJ went through a little bit of a turbulent time with his family. And now the focus is back to what his priority is, which is family and making a crap ton of money. No, I like that take. That's a good take. What were you about to say, Brad? I was just going to say, did he look, did DJ look like high when he was on the interviews on there? <laughs> Or does he just have that face? Does he have like the the Cody Bellinger face? Well, it, it's hard because he also like got busted with like coke and strippers not too long ago, oh, so it's yeah. hard to say, yeah. say no. But I mean, to me, no. But I could also see what you're saying. I don't. He says like those droop, like droopy eyes. Like a uh, you guys know Cody Bellinger, baseball player. Yeah, he looks stoned every time he plays. You know when you've been drinking all weekend and your face is all puffy. <laughs> Like by the end of the weekend, that's that's what yeah, he was just like, he was just, kind of he was just run down. He was partying the whole weekend. He only got Netflix coming to Dustin. Ah, oh, shit. shit, that's this weekend. <laughs> yeah. like getting up naked or something, hammered hair stain. Oh, shit, <laughs> I kind of laughed too because they're like interviewing him. He's like, Yeah, why don't we just go outside, shoot some hoops? They're all shooting like basketball. <laughs> it was like the whole I family. Kinda, I thought it was kind of random. <laughs> He wasn't prepared. He can dunk. <laughs> Did you know that? He can dunk a basketball. I believe it. I will say this. He's is, pretty tall. Well, I've been compared between him and Scotty Scheffler. Those are my two lookalikes, I've been told. so. DJ, too? DJ's yeah, in the DJ. mix? DJ. When I had my beard, not the mustache. I thought you were going to uh, say when you had that hairline. You can't be DJ Actually, he anymore. does kind of have the same hairline as me. Not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, you can't be anymore. Your, yours is... Grown back, dude. Chris, or, uh, shout out PR. Jake, Jake, Jake has the same hairline as Chris Benoit. <laughs> actually, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Brad sent me an Instagram message. Like it's one of those ones you miss for a second, then you have to scroll back up and look at them because you got a couple of them. All I see is same hair, and it's Chris Benoit's entrance. I'm not joking. It was like exactly the same. I was like, oh, you know what? I can't really be that upset. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm more upset at myself that I'm going bald. I'm not upset at Brad, but I was like, it actually makes sense. No, it's coming back. Like spot on. It is. It is. No, I mean, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a really good episode. I, um, I like Matthew Fitzpatrick. I like Dustin Johnson. I just like. I don't know. It sounds like it's stupid because it sounds like I'm bullying him. I just Matthew Fitz, Matthew Fitzpatrick just seems like a nerd. He just seems like he'd be hard to hang out with. Um, just a quiet yeah. guy. You know what I mean? I don't think you hang out with him because he's only looking at data and playing <laughs> golf. Like he, that kind of is what he alluded to. 
Yeah, see, I don't like those kind of people. Nice guy, though. Nice guy, but I'm not going to spend a weekend on a golf trip with him. Dustin Johnson, yes. You know, that would be a fun <laughs> one. Um, One last thing on full swing. They were – or Fitzpatrick was talking about how he like, – hard work and golf, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I just think the harder you work in golf, the better you're going to be. And I was just thinking to myself – well, how do you explain John Daly, though? <laughs> Guy's a legend. <laughs> Guy that worked hard at Dana's life, and he was one of the, like a great PGA golfer. Still is a good golfer. So he played better golf drunk than sober. <laughs> so <I> was like, <laughs> when he said that, I was like, yeah, I might have to disagree with you on that one, Matt, but go on. So did Joel Damon. Yeah, I was going to say. Right. I mean, but, I mean, to to each their own. We know a few people like Matthew Fitzpatrick, and we also have friends like you know, Dustin Johnson and John Daly. Not that Dustin Johnson's hammered like he used to be, but you know what I mean. There's just a difference in people. I thought it was a great episode. Got good insight. I just – Matthew Fitzpatrick's – like he's one of those guys you just let loose one weekend, and then I don't know where he's on a bender, and you don't see him for three months because he finally realized how much fun life could be. <laughs> Uh, Fair enough. Well, looking forward to episode six. Hopefully I'll watch it. I won't be in a bind to watch it, but yeah. Um, Moving on, Valspar. Taylor Moore, who I don't know, won. I didn't really see much of it either. Did I, I think Jake, you saw some. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good tournament. about it. It was good. It was good. I mean, granted, there were some times where I missed things, but... um. The leaderboard was pretty even. I I was I didn't know much about this course. I know they play there every year, but I guess it's a it's a hard course that cop the, the Copperhead course over at Innisbrook. Um, a couple challenge. I mean, I don't want to say a couple, but a few holes in general that they point out that are really tough. They had one hole called the Snake Pit, which I thought was sweet. Um, it was back and forth a lot at the end there. Um, a lot of I mean, not all the big names were in there, but you had a lot of people at the top, and it came down to a good ending. Obviously, Brad saw a crazy shot. What's his name? Shank hitting that yeah. ball left-handed just because he's against a tree. It's pretty badass. Um, but it, I mean, I thought it was—I thought it was a great finish. I thought it was a great finish. Obviously, I came out on top again this week, so I'm happy about that. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a. I was kind of looking at the leaderboard on and off. I mean, there was a. There was a shit ton going on. There was obviously March Madness and then baseball starting up and World Baseball Classic. Shout out U.S. in the championship. Um, but yeah, the I, I flipped it on for 18 because I saw it was like two guys tied at 10 under and then Spieth was coming in, had to birdie to get to 10 under. But yes, that Shank, Shank. I can't even say his name. He hit one. I think he hit one left off the tee, and then he was behind, like not behind a tree, but he couldn't set up. So he had to flip around and go lefty, and actually hit a better shot than he thought he was going to. He hit it. He was trying to hit it on the fairway, but he flew it over the fairway. It was crazy. That's wild. Yeah, I thought like there's no way because the caddy, the caddy kept telling him, and he was like. Take a non-playable. Take a non-playable. Just put it over here. You can see the green. Blah blah blah. And he's like, he's, and then Shank's like, yeah. It's, he's like, you know, it, 
it's a risk, but I got to take it, right? I got to take this risk. And it came out pretty, like, I mean, it, it, it worked out well for him. And then Spieth actually had a great approach shot, but it rolled back down the shelf on the green. So him and Shank were in almost the same spot for the putt. Shank had to hit it in for par to tie to go to playoff, and then Spieth had to birdie to go to the playoff at 10 under. Spieth missed, and then Shank hit hit the perfect, like, obviously it was the perfect putt, but he smoked a pin and bounced out. I thought he had it. It was wild. I missed that. That Another was a wild finish. Yeah, I thought there was no way he was going to get close. But then it was going. It was one of those like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like jumping up from the chair immediately, grabbing your head. Oh, oh, oh. You're sweating just as much as he is. <laughs> no, it was a it was a good tournament. There was a, I can't remember what the guy's name was, and I, I mean it's somebody that I don't really know that well. But he was fighting with his caddy like the whole round. Um, I think he was a foreign guy, if I remember right. I'll find the footage. I should have wrote it down before, but it was it was, that was like more fun to watch than some of the other stuff. But they were going back and forth the whole time, and they kept going back to it too. It's like you think you would just leave him alone, you know, let him figure it out. Like, oh, it looks he's like still he's employed. Still chirping. <laughs> you think he's still employed? I mean, by the way, the arguments were going. I, I don't think so, because it was funny. They were arguing really bad, and he like sank like a. 30-foot putt for bogey still. And, like, the caddy, you could tell he was just trying to smooth things over. Like, walked up. He's like, great putt, great putt, and tried to, like, <laughs> slap his hand. The guy just turned his shoulder and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Rough first That's day tough. on the job, huh? It's like it's like when you're on the course and you're playing really bad, but your buddy's trying to, like, help you out. Oh, like, well, you know, you're doing all right. You hit a, you had a great shot here, blah, 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 great putt. What do you mean? I just got to – you just got – I just hit three <laughs> – I said a triple bogey. It's all right. It's all right. You still got time, huh? Come on. We're out here. The birds are chirping. The sun's out. And that's when you're like, dude, just shut up. Shut the hell up. Yeah, it's not a good day. Not a good day. We'll talk about We've this later. experience that. That's the worst. Max is probably the most positive person we have in our group on the golf course. <laughs> Someone has to be that guy. I know. I know I'm not making fun of you. You always do just that, to, though. Just to ease the tension in the Jake and Brad cart. <laughs> just trying to ease the tension, baby. Oh, you're going to be fine. You want some Jameson? No, I'm good, Max. <laughs> All right, more for me. <laughs> oh, man, can't wait. Did you pay your deposit yet, Jake? No, I didn't. Not today. <laughs> do your I called the other day when the busy signal or whatever it was, the answering machine thing. They said if you don't pay by today, you they're going to remove you yeah. from the trip. That's not true. They apologized. They called, to you guys they called for everybody that called them because I asked them. I was like, "What?" They did not call me. I left. What's them a going message. on? The guy apologized. He's like, "Hey, really sorry about that, but I can take your money now." I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> oh, I, I can like, take your money now. Oh, I'm I sure you laughing. can. I was laughing because <laughs> Joe said Marcus literally went to the loon in person to try to pay. <laughs> The what? Like, <laughs> yeah, on, on the Facebook message. Why would he <laughs> drive all the way there? Well, I think Marcus is from there, but I think he lives. I don't. I don't know. He might have moved back. He's from there originally, so I'm sure he was in town. Holy but shit. He, he drove to the loon 
and they're like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess they all took like a week and a half vacation. Like the people that worked there. And I'm like, everybody that worked at the loom took a week and a half vacation. What kind of operation is this? I've never even <laughs> heard of anything like that. Let me, let me read. I want to read the actual message because I read it and I'm like, what the, what? what the hell is actually going on? Is going on. Okay, this is Joe today. He said, and then... I'll preface. I didn't. I had no idea you could pay online, which is way easier than calling these schmucks. But Joe said, "I just paid online." Oh no, never. Mind. That's not the right one. Here we go. Sorry. <laughs> this is after we were talking about trying to call them and get a hold of them. Everybody's like, "Yeah, I called them, left a message, blah blah blah." So Joe says, "Marcus went by in person, and they were all <laughs> they were all on vacation for a week and a half, and the guy has over four hundred voicemails slash emails to go through." <laughs> A week and a half. (laughs) You wouldn't put anybody, like, even somebody that checks, like, every day, like, once a day, just at least check. Like, yeah, we're just going to take off for a week and a half. We'll just, you know, we'll let it go. We'll we'll figure it out when we get back. Yeah, you get about 400 The season's been over for how long? And you're just going to now, right as spring's starting to come around the corner, decide to take a week off. Why wouldn't you do this during, like, Christmas time around there when nobody's worried about (laughs) it? I laughed. It was funny hell? though. Four hundred voicemails and emails. No wonder why you were so apologetic. <laughs> That's Who's wild. That? I couldn't imagine. They're shutting down the whole place for a week and a half. I guess. Yeah, we're gonna get out of here. Go to Florida for about a week and a half. How about that? Like the, everybody's like, "Oh, okay, yeah." Hey, I don't know why you guys were getting kind of sick of this weather. There's like one intern, like, well, what about like the phones and stuff? And everybody calling about like deposits. No, no, it's fine. We'll we'll figure out when we get back. All right. They start making fun of them. Did you guys hear what Tyler, the intern, said? He's worried about phone calls and deposits. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Tyler. We're leaving. All right. (laughs) He's the one guy who's like, but didn't we say everybody's got to put their deposit by the 20th? Okay, then you stay. Like, if you're worried about it, you stay. We're going. (laughs) We're out of here. Right, yeah, once you deal with it. That's future that's Joe's problem. That is crazy, though. I don't get that, like, though. They say get, that you paid there when I was there last year. Yeah, yeah you, literally, you literally paid the guy in the pro shop your whole... I, like, walked in. I was like, hey, yeah, still haven't paid yet. And he goes, oh, okay, no big deal. And, like, rang, rang me up. So they, like, tell everybody it's got to be in by today. And then I showed up last year. <laughs> no payment yet. He's like, oh, yeah, no big deal. It's crazy, though, because, like, I'm... I mean, obviously they do it because just to make sure they have some kind of payment unless people like cancel. But I don't know. I feel like there wouldn't be a lot of people canceling, especially now, like golf trips like that. So I don't know. You gotta figure I mean, most someone's got to pay for the trip like to Florida so they can take a week and a half off. <laughs> Yeah, we just funded that. We just funded their whole vacation with our I'm laughing I picture them. I picture them all like hammered at like a bar in Cancun, like wearing <laughs> sombreros. Like da 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 da. You know yeah, what's funny? Your... You know what's funny? Nobody's answering the phones at the office right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're just getting the their phone just keeps lighting up, ping, 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 like like sixteen deposits, hundred dollar deposits from our all oh, the cable groups. Another deposit here. Another round for the boy. Another 10 emails, another shot. <laughs> I, I picture that guy, the one, <laughs> Brad, the one that was uh, 
driving the shuttle. They, oh my god, it's super yeah. weird. I picture him like walking out of the clubhouse for the week and have break, like the Bradley Cooper from The Hangover, where he's like, "I don't know you," and he's got all like the field trip money that he's using for the for the Vegas trip. Oh that, yeah, that was literally what just happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They all took that the shuttle bus down to Florida. He said, "All right," he told them they're leaving at seven a.m. prompt a week and a half ago. He wasn't lying. My favorite is still Brad talking shit to that that shuttle driver. Like, yeah. Bus leaves in like ten minutes. Because if you guys aren't ready, that's on you. And you're like, yeah, I guess it is on me. I guess we could just drive, huh? And he was like, ah, shit. You had no idea. Then we ended up driving. We had to wait. We had to wait forty five minutes anyway because of a fog (laughs) delay. Oh my gosh, that was just classic. Because it was so early, and he was like right on, right on us as soon as he walked in, and I was just not, I was not awake. I was having Didn't none even of have that. Coffee yet. I was like, it was a stare down of the century. I'm like, is this guy, is this guy serious right now? I guess that's on you. Yeah, actually, yeah, I guess it is actually. <laughs> yeah, actually, we're just gonna drive. Well, that's on you. Well, I kind of know it's it's my like actually like my truck. No, you're right. It is on me because I drove here myself. It's my truck. Then you know he was like this. Like, Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! crazy i'm gonna have some breakfast and then go drive to the course after this oh actually you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna sit an extra 10 minutes and enjoy my breakfast a little bit longer and then i'm gonna drive i'll probably still beat you there too because you're gonna be waiting for people in the parking lot you know they're gonna be dragging we ass. did still beat him there yeah they were like getting ready to leave as we were loading up the truck <laughs> that might mess. be that might be hands down one of my favorite golf trips of all time was this year or last year, I should wait, say. Just, just wait. Yeah, I'm saying wait till this year. Yeah, Max, just wait. It just, it just gets better and better. I know, Max. Do you know who? Well, I like how now, like, they accepted me and Max into the group. Like, we're officially part of the group. Like, it's just like kind of normal. We're automatically invited now. Beyond grateful. But Max, you know who's coming this year now? Okay. Yeah, it's Joey. <laughs> Nice. Like the, the most quiet. <laughs> Not even like a like. No, who? No, no I thought coming. it was rhetorical. Just, just, you were just, just really quiet. I was like, I didn't know how long Matt was gonna sit for. Nice, dude. That's sweet. Yeah, we got young young Joey on the trip this year. Let's go, Max. We're still bunking together, though. I told him I'm not leaving my room. I, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I get the whole Joey room now. <laughs> Actually, me and Joey are going gonna to pies on together. Oh, dude, that's still my favorite part of the trip last year was me sneaking into Brad's bed, like hiding underneath everything. <laughs> you should have, like, vi- tried to video. <laughs> Cam was so for it, too. Like, originally, I was like, oh, should I go under the bed and grab his ankle when he goes to get in bed? Like, And then I tried to fit underneath the bed. There was no way. My, I had that, my Lady Wilson cake was getting stuck on that bed. Couldn't get underneath. So, so Cam... <laughs> Cam, Cam goes, just get in the bed, just get in the bed. Like climb in the bed, like push myself all the way up against the wall, pushing pillows and everything over the top of me. Brad comes out. <laughs> What's going on? It sounded like somebody was in here. Cam, nah, no, yeah. nobody was in here. Yeah. Clearly like, loud as like, fuck. It was like I didn't Brad know came it. came in and was like, Where's Jake? <laughs> well, it was funny. I don't know, man. Because <laughs> I had like an idea. I'm like, something's not right here, but I'm like, I was I told Cam, like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go say Good night to the boys real quick. I'll be back. 
So I'm, I'm like looking around the whole condo. Like Max is laying in bed. Everybody else is in their room. And I'm like, where the hell is Jim? Like, where did he go? You know, stop. It was like. And I come, I come in. I turn the light on. You're laying under the covers. Oh, hey, Brad. Dude, I'm not going to lie. If he would have turned on the lights, I would have had him. I definitely would have had him because you couldn't see me. I tucked in just perfectly. Yeah, you stood there for a second before you turned on the lights. Like, what? Something's definitely not right here. You know what makes it even funnier, though, is I'm, I'm like 6'4", 230 pounds, like hiding in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> like a I, almost, I almost wish I would have, like, tried to get in the bed. Cause, you know, funny, that would have been me, like, laying down, and then you're like, hey, Brad. Hey, Brad, how you doing? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Part of me wanted to do that. Ah, I should have did that. Damn it. I wish I could go back. Because you know he'd have been like, oh, like jumped a little bit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? He would have been pissed for a second, but then started laughing. Yeah, it would, it would have been one of those times where we just can't stop laughing, too. <laughs> we kind of did, though, afterwards, because we were like, all, like, crying. <laughs> well, we had that on the first night, too, when Jake had an accident. Yeah, shit my pants. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, my gosh. You can't drink incredible. like that and eat buffet-style food and not expect a shark. <laughs> like, that's like, that, that, you're taking a toll on your body. I got Montezuma's revenge up there. I don't know what that was. Well, it's kind of your fault for being a little too confident in the fart. <laughs> oh, I, I'll take that, though. That's a good statement. I agree with that. I was. I was very confident. <laughs> I, I thought, thought you were joking until I heard the shower turn on, and that's when I lost it. I just looked at that and died. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in my own stench? No, that's terrible. That was all time. That was oh, We're man. not going to breeze by the comment of couldn't get under the bed because of my Laney Wilson cake. <laughs> it was. Cam was laughing, Yo, too. Nice call out. Nice call out. <laughs> me, and, me and I wish uh, we got to get Cam on and talk about it. But like me and Cam both looking at each other and Cam just going <laughs> like crying because my ass is getting stuck. And then I'm trying to force it, too. And now the bed's like lifting in the air. So, Brad, if you would have <laughs> sat on it, you know, the bed would have been like tilting. <laughs> I would have heard you go, ah, ah, all right, ah, all right, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? It was like, uh, I don't know, you ever like, you remember like when you're a kid and you like go on vacation with your siblings or it's like the first time you get to go on vacation with your friend and you're just messing around all night long doing stupid shit because it's just fun that you're somewhere new. That's what that was like for us, except we're like 28-year-old men. Yeah, it was like an overnight field trip. Oh, laughing. Giggling. We used to. We did, it, was, it reminds me of in eighth or eighth grade, my sen- like senior year, and we had a, like a like a retreat because it in private school. So we did like this religious retreat, and like <laughs> we were <laughs> we we messed around so much. The one night we were all like we were all in one room. The one teacher was supposed to be watching us. One kid was like in the. <laughs> one kid went in the hallway and started dribbling a basketball. <laughs> I was sitting here, her teacher. Hey, knock it off! I remember. I, I'll never forget. We're in our rooms, and the, the they're like almost like dorm rooms. So the win the windows the windows opened, and there was two two levels. So me and this one guy are on the bottom level, and then every, you know everybody else scattered. So we open the window. There's no screens on the windows. So we're, we're both peeking our head out of this tiny window and everybody else is peeking out of their window. We're all like, we're all like talking out the window <laughs> laughing. It's like midnight. 
it's, if you get a picture, we're on the bottom floor, like looking up like this, and everybody else is looking down on us, like just just shooting the shit and laughing so hard because oh, we had we had to go back. We we like had to be in our room. Ah, those are the best. Oh, it was wild. Why are those the best times though? It was really fun. <laughs> the one That's kid, amazing. I think. I think the one kid jumped out of the window and there was like a lake right there. And he he went and ran in the lake and then ran back. <laughs> he like he. I'm not even. I'm glad I remember this. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. He ran full like sprinted back to the building, <laughs> but did like a like a Olympic dive into the window, like full out layout and made like it in the window. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so risky too. Oh, that's so sweet though. That's one of those where it's either going to go really bad or it's just going to go really sweet on the first try. All of us are dying laughing. Oh! Oh, that's the best. Oh, oh that's no, not. I totally forgot about times. that. No, we did, but that's yeah, that's how it was in high school. This year's going to be even, even crazier. There's always something. It always just gets better. Oh, now we got Joey. Always... That's going to be a whole yeah, other me and, story. Me and Joe. Me and Joe now. Unless Max, you want Joey, it's up to you. No, I'll take you because I get I get the whole room to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I felt bad about that, but I was being respectful. You were, you were. I, yeah, I, I, I think I said both nights you can sleep in here. I ain't gonna bite you. No, it wasn't that I didn't want to sleep in there. It's that I'm like, what's the opposite? Yeah, of you just didn't want to wake me up when you came back in. Yeah. Sometimes I get like insomnia, so I didn't come in. So I was just dipping on the couch watching Young Guns on repeat. <laughs> I'll never forget when I woke you up because we were already at breakfast and you were like, Did I fall asleep with a dip in? I, was like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't check your mouth before I woke you up. Oh, that's that's oh, that's actually that's true. I gotta start training again. We got golf season coming up. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. It was actually a really nice day today, it turned out. Well, I don't I mean, I know we talked about the forecast a little bit, but you guys, the rest of the week, high 40s, 50s, um, I think it drops down a little bit on the weekend again. Really light, though. It's not going to be as bad as this weekend, this recent weekend, I should say. But it looks like we're going we're gonna to finally start moving into it. Yeah, fingers crossed that we're, this keeps trending in the right direction, we finally turned the corner. I think today is officially the first day of spring, if I'm not mistaken. It is. I saw perfect. Ex, perfect. my ex girlfriend's posted on Facebook that it was free cone day at DQ because it was spring. Oh. Did you comment on it? Yeah, I almost said, "Hey, would you like to get a banana split?" Hey, hey, we should talk. Hey, hope you're doing well. <laughs> would you Would you like to get a banana split on free cone day? <laughs> Yeah, but that shows that I care because I'm going to pay for the split. Like, I'm not just going to get the free cone. That wasn't a sexual thing. That was like, hey, would you like to get a banana split? I'm going to pay for it. I know it's free cone. I didn't, I didn't take it that way. Okay. Well, you could you could see how I could have thought that. Uh, that's enough of this banana split talk. Hopefully, you guys can work it out if you want no. to. No, it's, it's going to <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Never know. They're Never know. closed, so no, we can't work it out. No, no, I got the I got the podcast. No. That's my baby. 
Hell yeah. A lot to look forward to with the weather changing. Deposits on the golf trip have been made. Uh, oh, yeah. Minus Jake, which I isn't anything new. Dude, it's literally one day I tried to pay it the first day and they wouldn't answer the phone. So, yeah, they just got back from Punta Cana. So, yeah, I'll pay it tomorrow. You might, you might <laughs> just go online. Four hundred messages. I didn't you just go online. We'll process it right away. Yeah, I'll just so do you it get an email then. like right away. I'll do it that way then. That's easier. But we are gonna pick for the World Golf Classic um, <laughs> match. <laughs> what, what do you like? Nothing. Just keep going. <laughs> Don't regard me, disregard me. (laughs) Stinky. (laughs) Japan just tied up the semifinal game. Three-run home run. Let's go. Actually, that's bad for the U.S. Good for them. Um, No, we want to play Mexico. But as I was saying before the the circumstance... (laughs) has here uh world golf world golf classic the dell match play all right jeez that's what we're picking okay who has a pick I have a don't pick. don't ask me okay yet. i'm gonna Talk go shit. with data i'm gonna go with matt fitzpatrick okay are you really q jakes that's a good pick. Uh, he's in group 11 and it's him Vigala. Minwoo Lee and JJ Spawn. So I feel like he's got the best chance to make it to the next round. So yeah, I'm going to go Maddie. Oh boy. I am going to pick as soon as I see one thing. Stand by. Standing by. I'm going to go with somebody who might do something and might not. Jason Day. That was my other number two. I like that. That's a good pick. There's your fate of the week, Jason Day. <clears throat> and then, uh, Jake, what do we got? Um, I want to go with Patrick Cantley. All right, Jake has Cantley, Birmingham early, no problem. What does that mean? You can't pick him anymore after this. All right, I'm going to change my pick real quick. Nope. Locked in. Locked. And then we will get a guest pick going as well. Jay, can you run down the scores for us? Yeah, so after last week. The pick God. Yeah, the pick God. Hey, he struck again. You were talking shit, too. You're like, I swear to God, if Tommy Fleetwood, that's good. I'm done. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, he couldn't finish, though. Never could. Never will. Doesn't matter to me. Pull me up two, two, two my fucking points. I got. Um, so yeah, it's easy I need to bet in a farcical pool. But go ahead. <laughs> I got Tommy Fleetwood. I had seven points to start the week. I'm up to nine because I got two points. Damn. Damn. Um, well done. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Brad, you pick Sam Burns. You thought he was going to do the trifecta. He did not. Actually, he did play pretty well though. He almost came back at the end there. He finished five under. So you gain a point. So you're at four. Max, you pick Justin Sue. The um, no. Saw. No, Sue. Saw, dude. Point. Got that point, so. Whatever. So, yeah, you got a point, too. So it's we got, Justin. Saw, dude. Got a point. Jake, nine. 
Max 5, Brad 4. The guest picked Adam Hadwin, who did not make the cut, so they do not get any oh, points. Oh, suck it. What are they at? Four, five points? At still? Five. Six points. Five. It's a tight race still. What do they have? Five. Five. Nine, five, four. Nine, five, five, four. Yep. Four backer. We're going to start colluding here and take down Jake. Can you guys give me a little bit of credit? I'm actually doing a decent job. I did. I said well done. Yes, all right, I guess. And Brad's never going to say it. You know I'm going to actually start doing? And I know I say actually a lot, but that's how I am. I'm going to start betting on whoever you pick. Really? Yeah, because if I if I win, great. If I don't, then I screw you. So Jake, it's Jake's a win-win for me. It's a win-win for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you look stupid, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I thought about that though is like, remember how I told you guys I quit gambling this year. I'm not going to gamble at all. That's my goal this year, just because of every time I bet, the person that I say is going to win loses. I bet you if I would have bet on these guys this year, no chance I would have the points that I have. I guarantee you they would have lost. Well, then what are you doing? I'll give you a free bet. So what do we have? We had Cantley for me, Thigala for Max. Brad, who did you have again? No, I'm sorry. No. no. Gala. No. <laughs> this guy even. No, I had Maddie Fitz. Welcome to the show. Oh, Fitz. I'm sorry. Fitz, yeah, I'm sorry. Thigala's in his group, so you did hear his name, but I picked Matt. No, I'm sorry. I was writing him down and I messed up. Yep, you're good. Brad, who'd you pick? Jason Day. Day. Take down Colin Morikawa in advance. Adam Svensson's looking good, and he's in the same group. Brad. Before I get, forget, Max. Yeah. You know how Data's your twin? Just saw yeah. this today, though. He actually just won his first Oscar with uh, who's the fat guy from The Mummy, Brennan Fraser. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the whale. Oh, that, that fat teacher or something in a movie, quadriplegic or something. But, yeah, he just won. Side note. Congratulations. Which means Data's going to win this weekend with Maddie Fitz. Better tuck those braces in. He's going to hook them on something. <laughs> hey, if he hooks them on Thigala so he can keep winning, I'll, I'll take it. It'll be interesting. All, uh, the match play is, I don't know, it's, it's unique and it's fun, kind of fun to watch. If your guy uh, makes it to the elimination round past pool play, so it'll be an exciting one. We have obviously the match play, the Dell match play coming up this weekend for golf. We have March Madness continuing to roll, go green. Go. That's when you're supposed to say go white. Hey, yeah, you go got white. A pretty easy path to the finals. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at the bracket. I'm not Kansas gonna lie. Though, hot. They played Marquette. The, no, I'm talking Marquette. about. Sorry, I'm talking about Dell. Oh. You might if 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 Jake's pick makes it through, you guys will will play each other in the final four to get to the finals. That's why I picked them actually. Nice. Anyways, state looking great too though. Go white. Hey, there it is. There it is. So, yeah, we're be watching a lot of golf, a lot of March Madness, and especially Wednesday night. No, sorry, Tuesday night, tomorrow. 
which it'll be over by the time you guys hear this, but USA World Baseball Classic, it will be playing either Mexico or Japan in the finals. So that'll be exciting. They're going for back-to-back WBCs, WBC championships. If you, if you haven't watched it, tune in. It's, it's electric. I recommend it. it. Happens only every three years or so. Actually, very excited to watch it. Not gonna lie. You should. It's un-American not to. Well, yeah, I'm the farthest thing from un-American, so I got to get in there. That last That's game right. was epic. It was. Uh, are you talking about the Venezuela game? Mm-hmm. That might have been the most exciting baseball game I've seen in a long, long time. That Trey Turner's home run is yeah, or grand was, slam was going to be talked about time. forever. But yeah, that's all. That's all I have. Anything else, folks, want to add? I don't know. I mean, I. This might be one of our fastest podcasts of all time. I don't want it to be over yet, but what what are your thoughts on using a heavier ball? Talking about for the PGA? Yeah, and the proposed change. Um I can I can see the angle that they're coming from because like you said, Max, we already talked about it. They already extended the T boxes back before. And these guys are still crushing it. So I, I, I can see the argument on both sides. I Bubba Watson, who I do not like at all, just made a statement the other day though, like you know, we we watch guys hit ten under three days in a row and we get upset about it, but then we watch, you know, basketball players go and drop sixty points on a defense that doesn't guard them, which I think is not the best comparison, but it kind of makes sense. Um, I, I I can see what he's alluding to. I I I actually don't really mind it because there's still elite golfers, and it, to me, it's like almost more of a challenge. You're going to do a heavier ball, make it a little bit tougher. Why not? I mean, it's not really going to change too much. You guys, there's still going to be a winner. There's still going to be somebody who's going to have to get good with the heavier ball to beat the next guy. It's just a change, and your drives are going to be a little bit shorter. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have a take on that one, unfortunately. Um, I heard what you guys sent in the text, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, a ball plays a lot into the into your game, but yeah, there. I don't know. I don't. I don't have anything else to <laughs> to add. Well, no, that's fair because it's like it's very recent. But I did like one more thing, Max, and then I'll let you talk about it. But I can't even remember who said it the other day. He made a good point, though. He goes, you know, we've we've increased the yardages on all these courses, but we've I think it was 2006, the average driving distance or carry distance was like 262 yards. It's all the way up to average is like 280 to 285 yards now. But we all know that it's going a lot farther than that for most of these guys. He said, are we going to have to make bigger golf courses? We're going to have to keep extending these golf courses. It's only going to do this for so long. We can't control the technology, but, like, I mean, it's going to keep advancing. So, I mean, I can understand the argument. I'm not biased either way, but I can see why maybe limiting how far we can hit the ball 
could be a big thing because even if they're still hitting 320 yards for the next five years, we're still going to be amazed by it. It's not like we're going to lose interest just because they're not increasing every year. What do you think, Max? I don't know. I'm I'm kind of torn. I do have now that you're talking about it. One thing is, I mean, if you're if you're a, hit the ball 300 yards and they, I don't know what heavier balls than then you're hitting, I don't know, 280 or 290, 280. Like you still should, as a pro golfer, be able to hit an approach shot, which is probably going to leave you what, like, I don't know, depending on the hole, right? Par four, you're still going to be maybe 150 yards out, give or take. So, I mean, it's not like, I feel like it's not going to be that big of a difference it's just a little, I mean, maybe it is actually a couple more yards is a big difference, but, but you should still be, you know, you could, you could still adjust your approach shots if needed. Do you get what I mean though? Like, so at the end of the day, yeah, you can lower the ball, but there's still going to be guys that, so the guys that are hit, say, let's, you're hitting at 300 yards now. Okay. We lower the ball. You lose 10 to 20 yards. So now you're only hitting at 285, but also the guys that were only hitting at 285 when you were hitting at 300 might drop down now to 260 to 270. So at the end of the day, it's still going to be proportionate. It's just going to be a matter of who can play the shots and who can play their game. To me, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I think this came from, um, Last year, they we talked about it. They were having discussions of like the way that they need to build courses. Now they're gonna have to make them longer because you have people like at the time Bryson Shambo that were trying to drive the green, and the way that technology and golf has come so far now, the length is kind of a, an issue. What we're running into, I agree to what you're saying, Jake. Is like okay, you give them a weighted ball. So it cuts back on the yards. Now you have them taking more shots to get to the green or a little bit more distance makes it a little bit more exciting than a 90 yard approach shot. I understand that in the way to change the game or preserve the game where it's not just yardage. But if you think about it too, though, even, even as us as amateurs, it comes down to accuracy and the percentage of shots that you have that you can make that are accurate, right? So you can, Bryson, for example, you can drive the ball 300, 320, 330. How many times did we have to watch him at the Masters trying to look for his ball in the woods because right. he went over the green and everything, right? Now you're taking a stroke, now you're dropping, and, and now you. I think part of it is pace of play, so then they're, you're waiting so long for that because you have to wait for them to clear out 300 yards to then drive. But, like, I don't know if I... Like, I see the point that they're trying to make, but I don't know if the ball is really going to make that big of a difference. You're still going to have the shorter guys hitting now even shorter. You have the long guys. Yeah, they lose some of the yardage, like you said. We're still going to have the same shots. Instead of taking a nine iron, they're going to take a seven. Right. It's about how you can place it onto the green and be accurate. I don't think we're at a point where we're seeing 18 birdies and we're breaking course records consistently here. I think it's still, I think we're still at a point here where golf is still in that competitive state where we don't have to make such drastic changes yet, but yeah. I could be wrong. I'm nope. with you there. I, I have Sorry. two, two, two things. One's kind of stupid, but they should just make them play with the shittiest, like top flight balls or something. Let's go. Like, oh, here you go. <laughs> Everybody plays with the same ball that could work too. You know, That actually would yeah. be sweet. That actually, I would um, like, that would be more entertaining. 
they should have like the guys fish in the ponds before the tournament and just throw all the balls out and say, "Oh, here, pick one." Like mini golf. Look at this one. It's pretty. You pink, pick, pretty you pink pick the color ball, but you don't know what kind of ball it is. You know how shitty plastic. You know if they made the caddies all sprint to the pond, like the caddies all have to sprint <laughs> to get in there first to try and find the best balls, and that's what you get for the day. <laughs> That's the first option. The second option would be if they're going to make it, reduce the balls or make them lesser, I guess you could say. Has there been any look into making drivers, dialing the drivers back? Because some of those are, some of the ones now are just insane. I mean, they're also, compare them now until back in the day, or now to back in the day, like the clubs that, is going way back, but like Arnold Palmer would use, and the drivers that they would use, and compared to what we use now, it's it's insane how much bigger they are. Obviously, the technology is a lot different, but what if they just? I mean, they they could find a way to to manipulate that too, other than the ball. But I don't know. It's it it kind of is what it is, right? I mean, I don't really care either way what they do. Well, to I me, like it's the ball goes points. Both kind of those of, points are great. I think Why not just have the same golf ball? We're all looking at the brand. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day for us, we can't really tell the difference between a TaylorMade TP5X mm-hmm. and a Titleist Pro V1V. Like, why don't why don't they have, as the professionals, you all are using the same ball type, but you can mm-hmm. have it with the skin or whatever with your logo on it so you can still maintain your sponsors. That would be, yeah. and, and it's like a shitty ball, like a top flight ball. That would be <laughs> kind of sick. It evens the playing field because yeah. you're all hitting the same ball. Yeah, or just give them like a couple options. Like these are the standards you have to use. The only way I, I look, mean, you think, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I did. I'm just saying, it. like, no, you're good. I mean, I know golf's more of like a you know one man thing. You're just playing. You're, it's basically you against the course, but like obviously other sports too have one standardized ball or or hockey puck or whatever you know what i mean it's it's all it's all the same it's all the same type of baseball it's not like if if you're a batter okay you gotta you gotta throw me these juiced balls now because i'm trying to hit home runs or you want to throw me this <laughs> this dead box i want to i don't know bunt it or something but go ahead jake no, no, you hit the nail on the head. Um, I think it's very equivalent to like PGA is where like baseball was a couple of years ago, and even in the steroid era, um, there one shortening fences and ballparks, at one point extending fences and ballparks, two changing the balls, finding out they had juice balls, guys on steroids, things like that, like <clears throat> technology and you know, advancements into the future are always going to change any kind of sport in my opinion. But I think really what people perceive as normal is what they see the most of. So 2006, the average carry distance, and this was John Daly doing this was 262 yards. That was nuts, but that was normal to them. So who's to say that if we just don't do heavier ball, because the balls are already, people don't, are like forgetting too. The balls are already regulated, so yeah, somebody's playing with TaylorMades and somebody's playing with Bridgestones, but they still have to go through the same regulations and tests to make sure they qualify. So why can't we? I mean, I I don't disagree. It'd be sweet if everybody played the same ball. That would be sweet. But if they dial it back and make them a little bit heavier and they're all regulated the same, 
yeah, there's always going to be people that complain, but at the end of the day, if you lose a little bit of distance on your drive, I'm still not going to be upset. I don't watch the I don't watch golf just to look at your drive and how far your ball's carrying. Just like you said, Max. The hype with Bryson DeChambeau, yeah, he could drive the shit out of the ball, but how accurate was he on fairways? He really wasn't. Horrible. I like a lot. I like it, It's cool to see somebody crush the shit out of the ball, but you know what's a lot cooler to see? Somebody that consistently hits fairways and shapes their shots. That's that's what I enjoy more of, in my opinion. So if you dial yeah, it like, back, like I, I, I get it. Like I'm fine with that. And because also... If we've advanced from 262 yards to our, we're already at like 280 to 285, where are we going to be in the next five years? They're going to have to make courses even longer. You're going to run out of room. You're going to run out of real estate, but you can at least dial back the equipment you're using on the real estate. So I, I, I'm not really against it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it kind of is what it is. Just at the end of the day, they're all professional golfers, and I, I don't think it's going to play a huge role either way like you could you could give just like we said you can give them any ball and i think they would be just fine maybe not competing against each other but like just going out one day playing with a random golf ball they have no issues well it's like okay so take somebody like take scotty scheffler you dial back his ball but then take somebody like kevin kisner you dial back his ball they're two different golfers, and Scotty Scheffler, unfortunately, I mean, I love Kevin Kisner, but Scotty Scheffler is a great golfer compared to Kevin Kisner. Do you think if they change the balls, it's going to change their competitive level? No, it's going to be pretty much the same. They're just not going to be able to hit it as far. They're not going to be able to do as much with it. So I don't think it really makes that big of a difference. I think people are just shocked because anytime there's like a big announcement like this, most people are like, what the hell? But <laughs> I just... In the long term, I don't think you can't modify these these older courses that are. I mean, there's not much more room. You can't change the distance on everything. I don't think it's going to change that much. People just need to relax a little bit with their dramatic looks on things, in my opinion. Either that, or just let them take steroids and cork their clubs. <laughs> Happy Gilmore drives, hitting it over the highway. I'm not gonna lie, that'd be kind of fun. I wish they would let steroids back in baseball and make it interesting. <laughs> they should create a live baseball league. Oh. Do that. Can you imagine <laughs> if we pulled that off? Can you imagine <laughs> if we pulled that? <laughs> Somehow getting like uh, steroids, getting, getting getting Mark McGuire to come back and play, and like steroids are allowed, <laughs> and we allow like... fighting like hockey. Like we allow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, back in the day where they would run over people. What was that guy from Cleveland? Albert that, Bell. Albert Bell. Oh, he, like, so... trucked the, the double play, <laughs> trucked the second base. Do you remember, too, the ump looks at him and he's like, what? I was just trying to break up the double play. They like, laid him out. <laughs> yeah, so hard. We could. We could talk to uh, Greg Norman about it. Be like, ML- what if he came onto that, too, and took on the MLB? Remember MLB Slugfest? Do you guys remember that game? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so much fun. You could punch people sliding into second and stuff. That Oh, that was great. That'd be fun. We should make an all-steroid team and see what it comes up with. Oh. Barry Bonds. Who's the guy? Why can't I think of the guy from – he always, like, does bar, – he used to do Barstool stuff. Jose Canseco? His name. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Jose Canseco for sure. Jeez, this guy's nuts. Mind. He still is. Ken Caminiti. Do you remember him? 
No, I Whoa. don't. No. He had a shorter career Mark than Wire, but oh, okay. He was yoked. Like he was absolutely yoked. It was the Mark <laughs> McGuire era. See, McGuire, Sosa, Frank Thomas. A-Rod. You know, Frank Thomas never got caught. Do you think he did him? Really? Never got caught. I don't know. If you look at his college photos, he was he played uh he played college with Barry uh, Bonds for sure. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was just a freak. I don't think he ever took steroids, but yeah. Him and Bo Jackson played together in college. Actually, then they played together on the White Sox, too. I forgot about that. Mm. Jason Giambi. Oh, Oh, Giambi, yeah. Big, big HGH guy. Big fan. Massive fan. Roger Clemens, Rocket. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Who else? We got a lot of great steroid users back in the day. Great, great. Well, I ain't got anything else. You guys got anything? No, I was just looking up the top ten most notorious steroid. All right, give us a top ten and we'll wrap it up. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, Pudge mm. is, is he officially 10. caught though? Uh, uh, not, not Jose Canseco said that he used to shoot up. I'm fine with. He it. doesn't surprise me. I'm fine with it. I saw him. I was at the Detroit home run derby that year when that was when Bobby Abreu hit 47 home runs in Detroit, oh, yeah. and then Josh Hamilton beat him like two years later. But that was oh Josh Hamilton too. That guy was boy. He yeah. did math too. Give us give us the rundown. <laughs> Number nine, Manny Ramirez. Yep, he was good. Number eight, Brett Boone. Really. Mm-hmm. Number seven. Okay. Rafael Pomero. Oh, yeah. He's like, I did not. Guy. He's like looking at the court. He's like, I did not do steroids. And they immediately show the results, and it says he did steroids. He's like, damn. Everyone's got like a picture of them on the field or like in an interview. His is in the courtroom. <laughs> it's like worst take of all time. He's like, I did not. He like took off his glasses to like really trying to be serious. And they're like, no, actually, the results yeah. right here show. He's like, shit. Yeah, that's just I take the Bill Clinton. I did yeah. not have sexual relations with that woman. Nice mustache on the guy though. Number oh, six, Thanks, bro. Jose Canseco. Yep. His picture is him from the Rough and Rowdy. <laughs> He's a psychopath. <laughs> Number five, Sammy Sosa. Yep. Bleaching his skin. Number too. four, A Rod. <laughs> Makes Number sense. Number three, Barry Bonds. He's number three. Wow. Okay. He's number one. You guys want to guess number two and number one? It's got to be Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire's got to be up there. Mark McGuire's number two. And Caminiti. And number one. We did talk about this guy. Not Frank Thomas. Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. Oh, yeah. They put him at number one. They put him at number one. Yeah, I don't like that list. It should have been Bonds, <laughs> McGuire, Sosa. No, Bonds, mm-hmm. McGuire, A-Rod, then Sosa, because Sosa wasn't as bad as A-Rod. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yours. Yours, not the article I pulled up. No Sweet. kidding, though. We should do a car drink steroids. Did we say Jeff Bagwell? No, we did not say Jeff Bagwell. He got caught? I don't know. I'm just reading some headlines here. Greg Biggio. I know Todd. There's so many. Todd Helton. There's so many. Anyways, coming soon, Cart Drinks Baseball League. Cart Drinks <laughs> Anabolic Steroids. 
Find him, find him at a local GNC near you. All right. <clears throat> That's going to wrap it up here. Car Drinks number – Car Drinks podcast. 34. 34. Man, I can't remember that. Losing track. All right. Good luck, everybody. Go green, go white. And good luck on your picks this week. USA. USA. Bye-bye.